Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Freyas Guzman. And on today's episode, episode 159, if I'm not mistaken, uh, recording this on early Wednesday morning. I was actually trying to record this podcast yesterday, but I was having some technical difficulties. Uh, so hopefully that this is not super late news. Uh, most of it's all stuff that happened on Sunday. Uh, but really just want to kind of give you my... Uh, my perspective on everything and just kind of things that I've heard as, uh, up to this date. I uh, just kind of give you guys a little bit of things to kind of look forward to as well. Maybe even do like a little bit of preview since the Lakers are going to be underway tonight. Also the Dodgers, of course. Uh, so we'll do a little bit of a reaction and a preview if that sounds good to you guys. Uh, so with that being said, though, guys, uh, yeah, just recording this on early Wednesday morning. It's Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. Uh, hopefully you guys are having a good week and uh, just to let you guys know a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today with the Dodgers uh, we're going to definitely talk about the unfortunate 2-0 uh, um, record that we got right now in the playoffs going, um, dropping two games uh, to uh, to the Diamondbacks and uh, in all honesty it's kind of seeming like a repeat of freaking last season at this point uh, definitely don't want to go into make it seem like it's all gloom and uh, down and gloomy and everything this night there is definitely an opportunity or there is definitely always a chance for the for the Dodgers to be able to come back for us to be able to come back and win three in a row um, definitely don't think that this definitely think that this team is capable of it uh, but we'll definitely have to go ahead and see what what was able to happen you know uh, it's all going to be about, you know, at this point, you have to take it game by game. If we win this game, cool. Win the next one. We win that next one, cool. Win the next one after that. Just take it game by game at this point. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Talk about what I think is maybe going on with it, with the game overall, with the games up to this point, and what we could hopefully expect this uh, uh, tonight, actually. Uh, we'll talk about the Lakers, just kind of what we've seen so far up to this point in preseason, who I'm liking, what team, what players are kind of standing out, what I'm kind of noticing from some of the newer players, what I'm noticing from some of the players that we've had since last season. We'll talk a little bit about all of that. And then we'll uh, maybe not do so much of a preview of, of the next game as preseason, really. There, we all know that it's just a chance for the team to be able to get more acclimated with each other, just to go and get more playing time, see exactly who's what the rotation is going to be, and so on and so forth. Uh, we'll also make sure to talk about the Raiders, of course, as they had that victory going up against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it was not enough. It's not a pretty one. It was pretty ugly out there. You know, just um, defense definitely saved our butts out there uh, when it came down to it. Uh, you know, the offense. I'm, in my opinion, we'll talk about the offense mainly, just to kind of see about what are some options or what are some things that we can maybe see that Josh McDaniels and maybe the other offense and the offensive players are able to work on to maybe create more offense to make it so that we can actually score more than 20 points in a game you know especially when you have some of these teams that are scoring 20 30 40 should you even have the freaking Miami Dolphins with that high tain offense who's able to score 70 points you know but we'll talk all about that we're going to talk about that on today's podcast but just before I get into it though guys I do want to remind you guys that you can find me on Twitter you can find me as well on Instagram or it's instead of Twitter it's actually X sorry uh, it's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook with West Coast Sports Podcast. You'll be able to find me right there. Uh, so with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and talk about, right, let's get right into talking about the Raiders as uh, some of it's kind of older news. And I really feel like it's going to be beating a, a, de- like an, an, you know, a dead drum at this point. Uh, so we ended up having a victory. Um, and, I'm, and I hate to go and make it sound so doom and gloom when it comes down to a victory. 
Um, the victory was great and everything, guys. I, my opinion, I really, really liked what I saw from the defense out there. I'm really going to be down and down on the dumps when it comes down to the offense on this one. Defense, honestly, what a performance. Uh, Max, Crosby, Max, Max Crosby excuse me, was a freaking monster out there. He was a one-man wrecking machine. He was able to go in and create all kinds of pressures. He was able to make it very, very difficult for Jordan Love to even look downfield at some points and to even think about going downfield. He had to start running right off from the get, from the get-go, from the snap. You know, so definitely great to go in and see him. Uh, sad, sad to go in and see Malcolm Koontz, one of the only guys on the other end of the defensive line that has been able to provide some other pressure. But hopefully some of these other guys are able to step up. I think there's a couple guys in the practice uh, team that maybe the Raiders are kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know what the word is, uh, that they're uh, feeling pretty good about, that they're optimistic about. You know, so I guess we'll definitely have to see what happens when it comes down to that. Uh, my main thing here, though, that I've been noticing is that there's been a little bit of talks about some trades that might happen. Uh, not sure if the Raiders are really out there looking around for another defensive tackle or defensive uh, end that can help out, that can complement uh, Max, Max Crosby, somebody that we've been searching around, the type of player that we've been searching around for quite some time now, to be honest. But definitely have to wait to see what happens when it comes down to that. I really just wanted to give my compliments and my, my praise over to Mad Max Crosby. Dude's um, set for a record year. He's averaging a sack a game, so if he continues that, he'll definitely be up for a career year. I uh, really want to give my, my props up to Robert Spillane, a former Steeler. Dude freaking just looks like a Raider. Dude acts like a Raider. He's all about football. He's a really good, really good football player, honestly. And one of the things that he wasn't well known for was being able to come down with interceptions. And he ends up coming down with two of them in the game. Uh, so definitely great to go in and see that. It sounds like um, even in some interviews that he's been talking about that that was one of the things that they had a big, to, big time emphasis on in practice. That they wanted to make sure that they're creating turnovers, that they're getting their hands on the on, on balls. And by that, I mean, of course, interceptions, right? <laughs> but uh you know, definitely, it's it's just hilarious when you hear, like, sports talks and everything. There's so many weird phrases and everything that you can use. Uh, but with that being said, though, guys, I uh, being uh, speaking of getting interceptions and everything, got to give my props as well over to Amik Robinson, uh, as well with uh, Robert Spillane, as I mentioned. Uh, dude's always a big-time tackler as well when it comes down to Robert Spillane. He's not one of those guys. He's uh, similar to, like, a Divine Diablo who's not afraid to get in there and get some tackles. He's our one of our main run stoppers. He's one of our main uh, sure tacklers that we have out there. Uh, so definitely great to go in and have Robert Spillane. I think that was one of my favorite additions that we had. A lot of people who were former uh, – or a lot of people who are, who are Steeler fans that I know and that I've heard have talked about – over and over again how they were going to miss him how he was a great football player how he's going to be able to go ahead and provide a lot of uh like a certain attitude you know so he's like an aggressor he's like an aggressor you know sort of say on that team you know a lot of a lot of players a lot of a lot of teams keep an eye out for him so to say you know so if we have guys like that on all three levels when it comes down to mad max crosby roberts blaine and divine diablo on the on the linebacker side and then if we have a couple guys like that in the in the secondary Unfortunately, we're missing maybe a couple of them, like Nate Hobbs and, uh, oh, God, oh, I know I'm going to mess up his name. Oh, Ja'Korian Bennett. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, Ja'Korian Bennett, we did miss him in the last game as well, along with Nate Hobbs. Uh, but Amik Robinson definitely ended up stepping up in a big, big, big way, coming away with that interception to seal the game at the very end of the game. Uh, so, uh, dude ended up coming away and jumped up, elevated like a mug. 
um, really, really elevated, super high. He was going up against Christian Watson, who dude is like 6'2 or 6'3 when he's only like 5'9. So dude elevates like crazy. If you guys haven't seen the play, definitely got to check it out. Uh, he elevates super high up, ends up catching, securing the ball, and uh, you know comes down with it. Make sure that he was hand, that his feet were inbounds and everything, all that good stuff. Uh, so just an amazing play overall. So definitely got to give up my props for him. Uh, this guy's always, you know, he's been around the team for maybe about three, four years now, if I'm not mistaken. And the guy's actually been always available to go ahead and you know step right in, step up whenever the team is calling for him or calling for. A player to step up you know he's always a sure tackler as well or at least he always makes sure that he that he puts in a hard uh, effort in it you know to make sure that they bring he brings the guy down he's not afraid of any kind of action he's not afraid of any kind of uh you know uh, what's the word uh, you know getting down in there getting getting a tackle or he's not afraid of uh, taking a chance and being able to come down with an interception as he has done a couple times in the past as well along with this one on sunday or on monday excuse me uh, so with that guys hopefully the defense can continue to go ahead and work on just improving themselves maybe they can get another uh player out there to compliment jo not josh uh, sorry um max crosby sorry on the defensive line and maybe that'll help us out even more because in other in other spots i feel like we do have a couple different weapons just where we're a little bit banked up on the secondary but great to go in and see that amik robinson is always about it and always ready to go and step up uh, now to transition on over to the offense guys I really want to go ahead and take a moment to go ahead and talk about them as as the offense has has, um, has shown some bright spots now that now especially now that Josh uh, Jacobs is actually getting involved a little bit more now in the offense he's uh, showing a little bit better on, on as far as running I mean he's not getting a lot of chunk yards or anything like that he's averaging maybe closer to four yards now per carry but he, he it's, it's slowly but surely and if it really wasn't for a big a big uh, game that he ended up getting clo closer to the end of the game on Monday I think he would end up closer to like 40 yards instead of like 60 or something like that he ended up getting like a big 20 something yarder uh, so definitely I definitely would want to see more maybe out of that but one of the things that I've been noticing he's getting involved in the passing game a lot and if that if he's doing that if he can avoid maybe having if that kind of saves them a little bit too from having to go ahead and and get banked up and right by running the ball all the time and he can catch the ball a few times out of the backfield and that's perfect you know i think that would be a great way to get him a couple a couple yards right off the back or something like that you know because most of those checkdowns they're usually upfield a little bit but even then they usually get him in spots where hopefully they can at least get a, a few yards but definitely great to go in and see that he's getting involved in the passing game hopefully that's some of the some of the things that can open up a little bit more for the for the rest of the passing game uh even garoppolo like kind of spreading the ball around a little bit more uh we got to go in and see uh, my uh michael mayer he was actually involved a little bit more in the off in the passing game so definitely great to go in and see that he got him involved right away from the very beginning so definitely nice to see that and hopefully that kind of makes it so then teams are not solely focused on Devontae Adams and we can get him the ball more because <laughs> excuse me if you get that guy the ball more he's going to be able to go to make great plays it's a it's just he's an amazing playmaker similar to Jacoby Myers um the guy is a great playmaker he can always find himself in open spaces and he always finds a way to be able to go ahead and uh get himself closer and closer like he, he finds like open the open field in order to go ahead and go for a touchdown but definitely great definitely have to go in and see what this team is able to go and do my main thing is i want to see josh mcdaniels try to come up with something else try to find a way to get these guys involved more come up with a way to 
you know, score more than 20 points. And Jimmy G, please, for the love of God, can you play a game without having to freaking throw an interception? Just please. That's all I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> so now that we've been talking about the offense for quite some time, guys, I did want to go in and just stay on that, talk about the offense, and talk a little bit about the Lakers. So the Lakers here, guys, if you guys haven't seen, Lakers are definitely a really, really great offensive team. They have all kinds of great offensive players on this on this squad. In my opinion, we're a really great um, shooting team. If the team can shoot as well as they've been shooting in this postseason now, court or preseason, excuse me. Now the preseason, it's it's preseason. It's a way it, they don't play much defense. They make sure that they take it easy. They make sure that they lay off of the players a little bit. In my opinion, the team is set to go ahead and set some records. I think this is a very good possibility for this team to be like one of the best jump shooting teams that we've had in quite some time. And if that's the case, then the rest of the league has to be ready and on notice because the rest of this, not only just LeBron and, and AD are like, are they looking better when it comes down to, you know, the, the shooting that the shooting that they have been working on. You know, you see the AD, he's going to be that trailer. He's going to have that trail three that available for him a lot more often, especially since teams really don't want to go ahead and come up closer to him and have that possibility of being able to beat him off the dribble and then making it really easy for him to make a get to get two points over at the basket. And who's really going to want to try who's really going to want to challenge Anthony Davis when he has a full head of steam like that? Same thing when it comes down to LeBron. If you're going to have LeBron coming down the coming down and possibly take a trail three, that's totally fine with me. It's a really great um, in rhythm three pointer that they can take. Uh, even for like, uh, you see a lot of point guards kind of taking it, you know, when they're coming up the court and uh, and whatever their defender's not really up on the three point line, they take one more step a little bit closer to the three point line and just shoot it right off the back. Now, maybe it's not the most um, efficient way to go and score. But in some cases, you want to have your big man taking that. You know, it opens things up more. And I'm really looking at, really looking forward to this whole five-out principle that we're going to be able to have. That means that all five players are going to be most likely out on the perimeter. It's going to open things up a lot for, for being able to drive down the middle. Uh, we might even play a little bit of uh, four-out, one-in with uh, Jackson Hayes. You get to go ahead and see that he's a, he's a player that has really, really shown up. He's has a He has a big-time role when he comes down to the offensive side and can definitely be a big-time role on the, on the defensive side. On the defensive side, I really, I really like the guy that being able to that he, being able that he's able to do some of the similar things that Anthony Davis is able to do, but maybe not as good if that makes sense. And of course, I mean, who's really going to ask for somebody to be, hey, can you do everything Anthony Davis does and as good as he does? Like that's that's pretty messed up, right? <laughs> but if uh, you ask Jack Jackson Hayes, hey, can you do the best that you can to go in, to go in and do that? I feel like that's something that's reasonable. He's he has a, he has a lot of athleticism. He he already knows how to go ahead and work in a drop uh, defense. So definitely great to go in and see that he already kind of found um, you know a niche or um, a, a place in this rotation and this team. You know, so it's going to make it, in my opinion, actually a little bit more harder to go in and figure out what's going to happen with Christian Wood. Christian Wood is a, is already showing that he's a good offensive player. My thing, my whole thing with him, can he be a good offensive player, even though he might not find the ball coming towards his way a lot? Can he stop showing a little frustration when he's not getting the ball in certain positions that he wants or that he's used to? 
that's what I really want to look forward to because you have guys like Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Austin Reeves, you know, Rui Hachimura. These guys are going to get the ball most likely over him. Um, maybe he might, maybe that might not be the case because they notice how good of an offensive player Christian Wood can really be, but we'll definitely have to wait to see what happens because in my opinion, I feel like he might not be getting the ball as often as he's used to in the past. And if that's the case, I hope that he can still provide something on the defensive side. If he can be maybe a help defender or if he can take over kind of like in that drop defense, like how AD used to do and AD can be a help defender, then we really have something going. We'll have to go in and see what happens though, guys. One other guy that I really did want to talk about, Torian Prince. If you guys haven't seen him, if you guys haven't talked about him or anything, it might just be because in, the, in his first game, it was a little bit rocky. He kind of, he fouled out. I think it was only in a short amount of time and everything, this and that. But, what, you know, it's totally fine. Um, in this in this game, in this past game, he ended up doing a lot better. Shot some, he ended up making some critical shots. Ended up showing that he's a great uh, off-ball player. You know, he's uh, great being able to go into work off of Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Austin Reeves, guys that are going to have the ball more often and they can set him up. And that are going to be, you know, he's a great finisher in the sense, but on the perimeter side, like he can shoot the ball. He can even drive down the middle. He has athleticism enough to go and be able to do that. So definitely it's going to be interesting to see what this team is really going to look like. I'm excited for it though, guys. Can't wait to see more of the uh, preseason and can't wait to see once this team hits the regular season. But until then, uh, until then, uh, we'll definitely have to go in and keep an eye on how this team looks uh speaking of keeping an eye on how the how a team looks and everything guys i got to keep a close eye on this team for today the team that i'm talking about if you guys don't know the dodgers if you guys haven't been able to keep up with it definitely gonna go and keep an eye on it now because the dodgers are down 2-0 uh, to the diamondbacks i really did not expect this to happen i really thought that our offense was going to be able to carry most of the weight being able to go ahead and provide a lot of a uh, lot of scoring Make it easier for the pitchers to not have to go and worry about scoring, about having perfect games and really good games and this and that. But it's been actually the exact opposite. Our pitchers have been actually giving up a lead right in the very first inning for most of the play for in both the games, and then making it so that our offense is having to catch up right off the back. And in most in most cases, I wouldn't be worried too much honestly because. I know that our offense would be able to usually keep uh, keep up and actually get some points and score quite a bit. I mean, there's been games where the Dodgers have been able to score plus over eight, nine, ten runs in a game. And right now it's like they can't even get more than five, you know, but I don't know. It's uh, I'm sorry to go to make it sound so, so doom and gloom, but it's 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 a weird thing because it's happening in, in all and all of baseball. And I know most of you guys don't care about the other teams and everything. I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me guys I, I i really don't like i mean it's it's whatever that it's happening to other teams i just care the fact that it's happening to the dodgers right but the fact that it's happening to all the other teams it makes me help it helps me understand that it's it's something that's been going on for quite some years like it's it's uh all these teams that that spend the whole season that are great the whole season end up with 100 wins or more in the season which there was quite a few of them including the dodgers and speaking of which, it was our fourth season going over 100 games in a, in a consecutive year. You know, fourth fourth year in a row, um, especially coming after that 111 win where we ended up getting the franchise record. But in all honesty, guys, 
it, it's in, it continues to happen over and over and over again where these teams that come up in the in the wild card, you know, that get hot at the right moment and stay hot throughout the whole postseason, and they end up winning a freaking World Series. You know, it happens all the time. It happened with the Nationals. Happened, uh, well, maybe not so much last year, but I mean, it happens. It happens from time to time, and it's it's one of those things that I mean, like if it happens to your team, like you just have to accept the fact that it happened. I mean, it just wasn't meant to be, or whatever the case is, or maybe just the gas ran out, or whatever, you know. But uh, when when it comes down to it, I am still hoping that the team is able to. I, I can definitely see a, a road to to victory on this one. But you have to take it game by game. You can't automatically start thinking, oh, the Dodgers are going to win all three games in a row. No. Win this game. Go to the next one. Win that one. Go to the next one. Win that one. Take it game by game, guys. Uh, hopefully tonight we can start that We can start that road. We can start that path. They can play really well. I'm actually wondering who they're going to be starting. Um, it's There's been some talks that it could even still be Kershaw. I have to go in and see what what's gonna happen there. What what maybe what decision uh, Dave Roberts ended coming up with, but we'll definitely talk about it today. Uh, one of the main things, though, speaking of offense from all these games, though, guys, I'm hoping that our offense can actually step up and and create a whole lot of runs, maybe just demoralize the 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 Diamondbacks and making it easy for them to come up with those other two wins. You know, if they can do something like that, show them that they are the Dodgers who we all thought they were this year. You know that they have that dynamic offense that, they, that we all know that they have and if they could do that i'm sure that we can come over with the victory you know it's all going to start off with our main guys mookie Betts, freddie friedman mookie has had some kind of sort of uh weird thing going on in the postseason it's been going back maybe ever since uh he was a red sock you know when he was with the red sox i think even then it was going on where he was not doing so well in the postseason but I have to see what happens. I mean, he has a couple. He has a teammate on that on the team that was on that team as well, and JD Martinez, who at least showed up a little bit in the past in the past couple games. So hopefully that can that can be a little bit more contagious and it and spreads over to some of the other teams or to the uh, to his other teammates. You know, if uh, Freddie Freeman can get going, Max Muntz can get going, and some of these other guys, they can just at least go in and create some sort of offense. You know, being able to help out some of these other guys, they can piece it all together. That's the way to do it. But we'll see what happens with this game, though, guys. I really just, um, I'm, you know, I have, if you guys don't know me, friends, family members, I mean, I have a, I have a Dodgers tattoo. That's how much I love my Dodgers. I, I, I know I, I get, I get all worked up and everything over it. Uh, but I, I am hoping I have a whole lot of faith in these guys that they can get something done. Hopefully I'm not eating my words tomorrow or something like that. But we'll talk all about that, though, guys, uh, on the next podcast. Hopefully, we are talking about that the Dodgers ended up winning and that they're waiting for game four. But until then, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday. Hope you guys have a good week. Talk to you guys later. Peace.